All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. There's Nation. Ty, how you doing? I am doing good, Greg. I had enough time this afternoon, ran out, quick little bit of Christmas shopping, and I'm done. 12 days before Christmas, I'm done. Really? Now, how many people do you have to buy for? Uh, well, my two parents and then girlfriend's parents, girlfriend, big one. And then me and my siblings, I have two sisters and then they each have a husband. We decided a few years ago that it was stupid for us to all yeah, be buying just draw names. each other's. We just draw names. So I only had to do one of them and they're crossed off the list now. So I don't have that many to buy for, but oh, yeah. it's still nice to get it done. You don't have nieces and your nephews yet? No, sorry. Yeah, I do have two nieces. They're oh. also done. My girlfriend handled that. Oh, for me, there you go. All right. Smart move. Smart move. Uh, were you a Simpsons fan? Are you a Simpsons fan? Uh, I was really into it growing up. I mean, every Sunday night, I remember sitting on the couch and you would get that run of like Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers towards the end. So I love the animated TV shows, but I've kind of lost it a little bit uh, over the last couple of years. But listening to your last interview, I kind of want to get into it. Now, um, the Edmonton Oilers uh, wrote the article uh, with some fun with C.C. Peniston. Do you think the Oilers have finally convinced themselves to play sound defensive hockey? Or do you need to see more? I, I think I need to see more. I don't know. Like They've gone through some stretches. I think back to the end of last season coming down the stretch where maybe the numbers weren't as strong defensively, but they looked so good like they were playing a complete game. I need to see more. I think I need to see a longer sample size. A lot of things are going well for them. They're getting some big saves right now. The rush chances against, I saw Woodley was on another podcast talking about how drastically that number has changed since the coaching switch. Um, I, I like it. I think it's moving in the right direction. I'm just not going to sit here and be like, the Oilers are ready to be 
a defensive juggernaut or a great defensive team. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they have to be a juggernaut defensively because they're a juggernaut offensively. But if they yeah. can be consistent defensively, then uh, I think they got a chance. Uh, I've always felt the roster isn't complete. I would expect them to make some moves between now and the deadline. I fully expect that uh, from the start of the season. Uh, you know, right now, Evander Kane is playing hurt. He didn't practice again today. He didn't practice uh, the day uh, between games. He's banged up. I think that's impacting that line uh, a little bit. Then we saw uh, it switched yesterday. Uh, Fogle, Drysaddle, and uh, Yanmark. It's, it's obviously not ideal, but uh, with Kane banged up, I think that's probably a reason why you might see him, uh, you know, move down. But it also, if, if you play Kane with McLeod, it might give uh, McLeod a few extra inches, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it might. And it'll be interesting too. like, I mean, not that you really want to be doing this stuff at any point, but it's early in the season. Maybe if Dylan Holloway is close to returning, does it not make sense to just give Evander Kane a little bit of time off if he is dealing with something that's impacting him on the ice? I know guys are always playing through or some guys are always playing through certain little bumps and bruises throughout the year. But if this is something that is impacting him to the point where it's like, okay, we got to move him down out of the top six, like, Maybe when Holloway comes back, you just go, hey, we'll get, throw you in the Kane spot for a little bit because the fourth line looks good. Hamblin, Gagne, and Derek Ryan seem to be doing a lot of things right. Maybe when Holloway's back, you just swap him and Kane and say, you know what, Evander, enjoy an extra long Christmas break. We'll give you 10 days off. Uh, potentially. Uh, but if, if guys can play, it, you, it's very difficult to convince a player if he feels he can play to just magically sit out. So it obviously depends on the extent of the injury. And I still don't think like Dylan Holloway's not even skating with the team, dude. I don't see yeah. Dylan Holloway being an option before a Christmas break at this point. Like he's got, he hasn't played in a month. Uh, I would think he would have to have at least three good practices with the team uh, before he plays. I I don't see him coming back um, before Christmas, but maybe you just extend Kane's, give him a little extra time off. And you're right that uh, obviously any, any sort of nagging injury and sometimes five days off can help it for guys. They used it the last time. So kind of, we'll see, but the, uh, the orders, the thing to me that's most impressive is their last three games. Well, the, you know, the first period of Chicago is probably their worst period of the last three games. And even then they only gave up two high danger chances. So it's kind of funny. Like you're like, now, nah, okay. They were a little behind and Chicago's a terrible team. And then they took over, but you look at Minnesota, New Jersey, they really didn't give up a whole bunch in either one of those games and definitely in the final 40 minutes against Chicago. Yeah, they, their ability to clamp it down has been very impressive. Look, I made the comparison. You know, you go throughout this eight-game win streak. They've beaten some teams that are either good teams or teams that were playing well at the time, like a Washington. Um, and then there's the two wins against Anaheim and Chicago. And the one against Anaheim, remember, they started not great. Anaheim got a couple of goals. One of them was really weak. And then it just turned into a track meet where they were going back and forth and the Oilers were just burying all their chances. And I came away from that game going, I don't know if I'm all that impressed by it, even if it's an 8-2 win, because it was just the Oilers showing us what they showed us last year. They flexed their offensive muscles against a bad hockey team. Against Chicago, I was impressed that after the first period, when it was a little back and forth, you mentioned a couple of high-danger looks for Chicago, the Bedard goal, a couple of ugly turnovers, that the Oilers kind of sat there and went, okay, you know what, this isn't going to be a track meet tonight. We're just going to lock this thing down put our foot down and say, we are the better team. And that's exactly what they did. Like I think Chicago, including their power plays only had three high danger Corsi four against Corsi four against attempts uh, five on five, according to natural statric, like three good looks in 40 minutes, including the power play time. The Oilers clamped it down. And to me, that's more impressive than just doing the whole thing they used to do, which is just a shootout back and forth. Do you see a need and do you see any realistic option to upgrade on the back end? 
I see a need for it. Um, I've been really encouraged with how well Darnell Nurse has been playing as of late. I know you've written about that a bit and how much of an impact Coffee and Knobloch have had on the blue line. And I look at Nurse and especially the numbers last year, before and after Ekholm came in, and finally there was someone to relieve him of some of the pressure, take a few tough minutes off his plate. Nurse's numbers got a lot better. And I sit there and go, I wonder if you got him and Ekholm style partner on the right side if we could see like another step forward from Nurse he's playing great under Paul Coffey as you've noted before and and I have a piece going up at the Nation soon too um but if you found him that high-end right shot partner that could upgrade on Cody Cece I think it would do wonders for this blue line the only issue is I'm not sure if that guy's out there right now like maybe it's Chris Tanev You'd have to convince the Flames to send him to a rival in an in-season trade. I'm not sure. But, like, I brought this up on my show today, and people were like, oh, go get Adam Boquist. And it's like, okay, well, Adam Boquist isn't better than Cody Ceci. That's That can't be the solution. So the tough part for Ken Holland and company will be trying to find a guy that's better than Cody Ceci because I don't think he's terrible by any stretch, but I also don't think he's a top-pairing D-man on a cup-winning blue line. So that's a spot I think they should upgrade, but it's, I'll admit, it's way easier said than done because, one, there's not a lot of team that, teams that are sellers right now, and top four right-shot D-men are one of the toughest commodities to find in the league. Yeah, I've looked around the league. I'm not sure there's there's any, like, Cody Cece and Nurse were very good two years ago. Cece played banged up last year. Uh, this year, I think Cody Cece's been fine. I'm, you know what, the 3.2, that's the thing. In, in a tight cap world, show me a guy that's going to give you that type of return at three at three million bucks. Oh yeah, like again, I think Cody CC is largely fine, and like, hey, if he made a million bucks less and you threw him with Brett Kulak on the third pairing, I think you'd be talking about a really, really good shutdown duo there. I just think on a cup winning blue line, he, he's not a top pairing guy. Like, if you're nitpicking this roster and finding ways to upgrade, I think that is a spot that deserves to be upgraded. That one, and also if Connor Brown doesn't turn it around. You're probably looking for a top four right or top six right winger at some point as well. It's kind of funny how, I mean, two weeks ago, all we're doing is sitting, talking about, go get a goalie, go get a goalie, go get a goalie. Calvin Pickard comes in, plays a couple of good games. Now, all of a sudden, the pressure's off there, and we're already looking at other spots on the roster. Tyler Remchuk from uh, OrdersNation.com joins us. Uh, looking at the uh, the rest of this uh, Western conference the uh, st louis blues just fire their coach the calgary flames uh, have got some some key injuries uh, and, and really kind of blew some leads here in back-to-back nights against good teams which is probably disappointing there's no moral victories order fans know that uh, what do you make of the blues and then what uh, what do you think happens in calgary it's interesting to see a team tied in points with the oilers go and make a coaching change right now but the blues have lost four in a row they've looked incredibly non-competitive against some not very good teams over that four-game losing streak as well. Frank was on uh, DFO Live this morning and talked a little bit about how, you know, maybe the organization wasn't very happy with how Jacob Verana was being handled, and that was maybe the straw that broke the camel's back with Barube. I don't honestly view the Blues as that much of a threat in the playoff race. Their GM has come out and said that he's not sure if his team's good enough to be a playoff team, and I think their blue line's starting to age a little bit. They got too many just streaky scores up in that top nine. I don't know if the Blues are really going to be in the mix. You know, intrigued by Arizona and Nashville, who are the two teams the Oilers are chasing, but even Calgary, like, the tough part will be for Craig Connor and Calgary is that I'm not sure if the Flames are ever going to be bad enough with the group of players they have to like lose eight of nine games and fall out of the race. But I'm also not convinced that they're ever going to go on a run where they 
do what the Oilers have done, where you win 8 of 10 or 9 of 10 and go on this long run to get yourself back in the race. Like I think the Flames and Blues, for that matter, both might just be stuck in that weird purgatory for the rest of the year, and then they're going to have to make tough, tough decisions at the deadline. Yeah. I look at Hannafin, you know, Lindholm and Tanev, obviously that, you know, those would be the, uh, the three main ones. You know, I do wonder, I, I could see that maybe they get something for Dan Vladar once uh, Markstrom is healthy. So you know, I, I look at Calgary and to me, it's what they're going to get back for those trades and maybe how they can, they might get a pick in trade in part a of the trade, but then they got to turn that into like Vancouver's the prime example. Vancouver got some young pieces, from Bo Horvat and then look to move that into other players. And they did. Right. And that's what, that's what Calgary has to do. Cause I agree with you. They're not bad enough to, to suddenly go on a full rebuild. Like it would be a monumental tear down of that team. And I don't see how they do it. Yeah. But at the same time, do you want to put yourself in a position where you go, okay, like let's re-sign Lynn Holman. Let's re-sign Tanev. And with the young pieces you have coming up, I think Zari has been exceptional. Peltier when he's healthy was good too. Do you want to have a bunch of old expiring contracts on top of the ones you already have with Kadri and Huberto? Do you want to bring more older expiring con or older expensive contracts? Sorry, um, into that mix, like maybe you could do what LA did, where it's just painful for a couple of years. And I know they had Doughty and Kopitar, and that definitely helps when you can come out of a rebuild with two veterans who continue to play elite hockey into their mid to late thirties. But if I'm Calgary, I, I just think you kind of got to wince a little bit and go. It's going to be tough for one or two years, but we have a couple decent young options. Let's just try to rip this Band-Aid off and get back to being competitive quickly. Because I worry if you saddle yourself with an eight-year deal for Lindholm and an eight-year deal for Tanev, that all you're doing is prolonging the inevitable. I love it. Uh, Ty, have a good week, man. We will chat with you next week. Chat with you tomorrow in new episode of the DFO Rundown. See you then, Greg. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's right. All right. That is uh, Tyler Uremchuk. Uh, yeah, we have that early tomorrow morning. All right.